You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. I love that music. I never get tired of that intro. You are listening to Orange County's longest running business talk show, and I am your host, Rick Franzi. And boy, do we have a good show planned for you today. Why do you ask? Because we have Joe Gutierrez, who is the CEO of Ye Goals, and we're going to talk about his entrepreneurial journey. Joe, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It's such an honor for me to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm excited to have you here. So let's let's go back in time a bit and talk about the original motivation or inspiration for you to start Ye Goals. Absolutely. That is a fantastic question. Allow me to share. Uh, I was born and raised in Cuba. I've been in this country for about 10 years, country with no banking, right? So when I came, my first personal experience with the banking industry was, was a mix. Uh, with national banks, it wasn't so great, but with, with the credit union that I have today, School First for Credit Union was amazing, top-notch. These people took me from not knowing anything to really mastering the basics. And then, you know, a couple of years later is when I have my own franchise, PPP to, uh, happened in 2020 and 2021, was seeing, uh, you know, how many of these businesses, banking with financial institutions for 15, 20 years, they were not treated uh, preferably, right? They were like just left behind. And that's when I found, I was like, wow, wh wh what exactly is going on over here? And then when I... I was talking to all the clients that got their PPP loans right away. They almost 99% of them told me like, Joe, I, I know amazing bankers. I have fantastic banking relationships, right? So I, I decided to put this in practice in with just an idea, right? A, a very fun idea. We say, hey, let's let's talk to some of my clients. Let's see if they want to speed dating some of these bankers. Mm. And it, it was kind of fun. But what we found was... You know, uh, it, it was amazing because they have a better banking experience and the lending experience was very unique. It was not transactional. It was very human-like. And they felt like they were uh, appreciated for the business because the bankers were seeing them not for what they were today, but what they can become tomorrow. Mm. And that piece of experience was, again, the, the, the feedback that we got from there was amazing. And now... We are a startup, so about uh, the first, second week of January, we actually put out there our prototype, which allowed businesses connect with the right banks and bankers based on the industry and uh, financial needs. So that's interesting because I share your experience around the difference between, because I work with CEOs and entrepreneurs in Orange County, and when PPP started to happen, those members who had a relationship with a bank uh, big bank, let's say, I don't need to name them here, yeah. uh, were lost. They had a website or you know an email, but couldn't get any information. But those members who, clients of mine, who had a relationship with a banker, a regional bank or whatever, they were, they were navigating the maze and getting their questions answered. And they were really, the, the other members who didn't have those relationships, really understood the difference between having a relationship with a bank and a relationship with a banker, which is yes. much more valuable. That's yes. great. 
So that's exactly the niche that we found, right? And and the results were were amazing. Well, so far has been has been great. And so have you have you had any pivots or anything since you've launched? What what have you learned since you went live? Let's say when uh, is the we learn that one one side doesn't fit everything, right? Mm. And it does take time to actually get to know uh, the person itself. And if anything, how they understand it. There's an educational piece that is very important. And we try to streamline that process, right? And and I'll be honest with you, but I guess I, I get ahead of myself, but we I'll be use, we are using AI in order to streamline that process right now. Make it easier for the business owners to understand what is the bank's wants for them or in order to provide a better service. And also for the business owners to understand how I can put myself in a better position so I can get access to better credit, to better lending, more access to person services. Well, that's a really important uh, relationship. So like I said, my clients are middle market CEOs and business owners, 50 or so here in Orange County. And the, the relationship that they have with their banker is really a critical relationship, especially if they're growing they have a need for maybe outside capital, maybe a, you know, some type of working loan to give them flexibility. So yes, that's that's really important. But let's let's talk about you and your company. Talk to me, Joe. Who do you? What problems are you solving? You kind of touched on it, but take us a little deeper. And who's your target? What's your niche? Who's your target market? And what's the early feedback that you're getting? Why are people finding your service valuable? Yes. Uh, again, thank you for the question. At the very beginning, I thought that my product was for those startups with less than $200,000 in annual revenue. We found out that the people who use the product, those services the most are people who are between $200,000 to $5 million, which wow. some financial uh, in the banking industry would say that that is the underserved uh, community when it comes mm -hmm. to, to you know business banking, but not choosing the commercial banking realm. Uh, what they love about it so far, it is the experience, is the level of high touch services that they're getting not just from us, but from the bankers itself. It's the opportunity to say, if to say, hey, I you might not be a good fit with this bank, but that doesn't mean that this other community bank won't be able to help you. And so they do get access to affordable and responsible lending, hmm. which I in 2024, I don't think the problem is access to capital. You can literally go online and there's millions of platforms out there to help you out. But access to affordable and responsible lending, I think, is one of the biggest needs out there. And that's exactly what we're trying to help. So let me understand your business model a little better, Joe. Uh, I think I do, but I want you to clarify in my mind. On one side... You have a business mm -hmm. owner, entrepreneur with millions of dollars of revenue, potentially. And the other side, you're cultivating a community of bankers who are interested in talking with that community of business owners and entrepreneurs. Providing, yes. And providing better service when it comes to changing accounts, line of credits, maybe equipment financing that they might not get that from a national bank. And specifically in their industry, which is, I believe, is one of the, the main differentiator right there. It's better when you're talking to people that really understand your industry and help you how to get there when you just 
trying to speak with an industry agnostic institution that they claim that they can do it all. And I, I haven't found that in the banking industry. No bank is industry agnostic. And that is just my opinion so far that I see. So, so when you've gone out to talk to the bankers about being a part of your platform, what is that conversation? How, how do you, how do you, how receptive are they? And how do you, how do you convince them they ought to align with your platform? The conversation, be mindful that we are on the prototype stage. So the, the main conversation for us with them is say, hey, we have a platform that doesn't charge any broker fees and we have business owners that most of them, if not 100% are bankable right now, but they're not getting the right service from the current financial institution. So is there a possibility for you to participate, work with them, make sure that you can help them and if, if that is the case, then you have a brand new client, right? And help it get what they need from, from where they are right now to the next level. So far, every banker loves that, right? You bring in a brand new client that they don't have to go out there and try to do the whole pitch. It's, it's, a, it's a client that is on the industry that they do provide lending products and services. And there's a connection right there because they, they are so local, meaning that it can be on a phone call, it can be over Zoom, but they also can go and have some coffee mm -hmm. uh, later that day. So it's, it's it, 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 I, I've seen that it actually helps them and they really love it so far. And so let's take it on the other side because um, you have, you need both sides to have a mm -hmm. vibrant ecosystem and the messaging and conversations that you're having with early stage entrepreneurs or multi-million dollar companies What's, what's that conversation like, Joe? That conversation goes along the line, specifically for, for my target audience, let me mm -hmm. speak with them, about them. Uh, they are in this, this growing stage where they need access to capital, but when they go online, they usually find cash advanced companies that say, hey, we give you 24 <laughs> hours funding with daily, weekly payment, stuff yeah. like that. And, and I, when I take a look at the financials and say, hey, this is this is not the right way, you know. There is bankers out there that are willing to help you, they're willing to talk to you, sit down with you, see how you can scale, and most probably, right? Because you never know in lending, might be able to provide the financial product that you need and help you continue to scale. But it's going to be a process. So far, my clients like that approach because they're willing to wait a little bit in order to get the right funding for them in order to scale organically. Very unique. This is not people that just need money like yesterday, right? Because right. that's definitely not, my, not my, my clients. Cool. So how? what last question on the business model? Where does Ye Goals get revenue? How do you generate revenue? As of today, right? And this is going to change very soon. As of today, it's a SaaS platform. It would allow business uh, bankers to be on the platform and generate all the, you know, all these different leads. So we don't have to charge broker fees to the business owners. So they're getting the best of the best when it comes to uh, products and services. And even on the lending, there's, for us, it's to make sure that they actually get the best products and services. So there's no broker fees whatsoever. They don't have to worry about us. Yeah, that's amazing because uh, I love the idea. Uh, I know a lot of bankers here in Orange County, business bankers, and um, their relationship managers 
but they're really out hunting constantly to expand their client population. There's a lot that they do to generate interest in their business. And so creating a, a, a platform that allows that to happen somewhat seamlessly, I think could be very, could really reduce some of the friction inherent in their customer acquisition strategy. So good job. Yes. And thank you for, for sharing that. If anything, I would like to point one more thing about that. The goal on the platform is really to, um, you know, highlight those amazing bankers that are out there that I'm trying to do the right thing for the community. I don't, I don't, I, this Jiggles is not just about transactions. It really is about highlighting those people out there, those bankers that go out of their way to ensure that the clients are taken care of. I, I just want to make sure that that no, is very clear that. right yeah, there no. because in PPP, I, I saw that a lot. I saw right. bankers working until 11 p.m. saying, Joe, can you help this client? I have 50 people over here and I don't think I will be able to get to him. Could you could you please help with your platform? You know, and uh, I don't think I don't think we don't give them credit uh, that much to 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 those um, amazing professionals. Well, that's nice that you feel that way because the banking industry, to some people, can have a somewhat tainted. I understand. Taste. Yeah, yeah. I I've been part of that, right? I understand. <laughs> but I I also understand that it's about it's people at the end of the day, right? Right. It's, it is. It is it's, relationship. it's relationships. It's relationships, yes. All right, so let's dig into your brand a little bit. Um, can you share with us uh, a piece of business advice that you have either found really valuable because a mentor or somebody gave it to you, you came across it in a book, or, or something that you have found that is valuable that you do pay it forward and share it? Would you share it with my audience? Absolutely. Hard work is the only path to success. Uh, Darren Hardy, I love that piece of advice. Um, if anything have helped me get where I am today, I'm not saying that I'm a multimillionaire or anything. I'm just saying that the hard work really shows, you know, and, and people, when they see that they are attracted to you and they see the potential. So I work as hard as I can, not just for me, but for my co-founders that are amazing people, all of them. And for my clients, it's not for my clients because they are very hardworking people. So this is, this is the language that we both have in common. I, I work with so many people from many different countries and from different cultures. And that's the common denominator right there, so far in my experience. Mm -hmm. Hard work. They see the work ethics. We are, they said, we're good. We, we can go anywhere as long as we have that uh, strong work ethic. I love hearing that um, my personal philosophy and my personal experience over the course of my career has been the harder I've worked, the luckier I've gotten. Like yes. there's a there's an ROI on hard work, which mm -hmm. is opportunity that comes to you because of it. So absolutely. That's fantastic. I also believe persistence is the best quality you can have in business. Yes. Yes. I, I would say this. Jiggles have been, you know, I've been doing research on this for four years, four years. Uh, many of my friends say, you just, you know, you, I don't know. I feel like you're crazy already. I, at this point, <laughs> I wouldn't give it up already. But, but the why is so strong. Uh -huh. I, in my opinion, it's so strong. It, this is needed, right? It's, it's not that these are nice to have. This is actually needed. So the why is so strong that I feel like the how will just figure it out. Love so, that. My, my, again, my personal opinion on this. I, I, I'm completely in agreement with you. I'm wondering, 
on this journey, have you ever felt alone or kind of isolated or sort of, you know, there's a lot of pressure on an early stage entrepreneur. Have you felt it? Yes, I have. Uh, you know, I'm human, just like anybody. I have felt alone um, sometimes. Um, you know, it, it feels like, you know, you're trying to do everything and sometimes things don't go the, the way you want it. Uh, but I would say I've been blessed. I've been blessed to have amazing co-founders, you know, Ursula, Miguel, Eli, uh, Mike, that whenever I feel that way, I feel that I can pick up the phone because sometimes it's not about the people that you have. It is about the people that you have on your team. Mm-hmm. and making sure that these people push you into the right direction, right? That they they see the potential and they say, hey, don't worry about it. We're going to be fine. And when I feel that way, they try to lift me up. And when I see them that way, I try to lift them up, and we continue to push each other forward. So, yes, to answer your question, I have felt that way. But since God, I do have amazing people pushing me to continue to do what is right, as well as my clients. That's another thing. I have to give credit to my clients. My clients are also pushing me and say, Joe, continue because what you're doing is great. Mm-hmm. We need this. And they keep sending me more people to continue to uh, promote the, the platform. So oh, that's fantastic. That's how you scale too with the, with the net promoter score, with the with the people that are advocates for your, for, yes. for your value proposition. That really is wind beneath your wings many times for an early stage company. Congratulations on that. So you've had a chance to design a business model greenfield. And I'm wondering, and in that space, have you seen artificial intelligence being a tool that you can apply? Do you think it's going to move into the banking industry? But just from your perspective, Joe, where do you see and how do you see AI in the future for you? Wow, that's an amazing question. AI is definitely going to help. We are actually using AI, again, this is on beta test right now, in order to help businesses run financial scenarios. Uh, and I'm going to leave it there. But what I've seen, <laughs> okay. what I've seen AI being used, at least on the banking industry, and I'm not going to talk for everything, right? This is some of the research that I, I've seen uh, Microsoft doing is that there is a bank in Germany, I believe, called uh, Merchant Banks, already building uh, built-or bankers. Hmm. Think about that. You will be able to probably have a conversation with uh, uh, Avatar, Life Avatar, that will be able to answer you know, some of the questions that you might have and, and say, okay, uh, transfer some money from this account to that account, and that Avatar will be able to do just that. You know, I believe IBM is already kind of like working on something like that to provide to the banking industry. So very interesting times. And people, I feel like people need to learn how to use it because yes. it's here to stay. It is a fantastic tool. As everything is a double-edged word, you know, I have the bad, the good. But as long as you can use it to improve your services and and always thinking about your customer, how you can improve the life of your customer that may make the life of your customer better, uh, we should be fine. On Tuesday of next week, I'll be hosting a global webinar. I'm a part of an organization that has about 2,000 CEOs and executives around the world. And one of the areas of focus that we have for all of them is artificial intelligence. So I'll be hosting a, a, a webinar next Tuesday to talk about how one of the members of our REF global community is using AI to really 
redo all of his internal business processes and what he's finding as far as the productivity gains from that activity. Oh Quite fascinating. So me. enough about me. Let's talk about you. Tell me about tomorrow. You're going to be back on the show at some point in the future. What's going to be different, bigger, brighter? Where are you going? I'm going to make sure that Jiggles becomes a platform that would allow other financial institutions um, will be able to provide financial institutions the data, the appropriate data, so they can create new financial pros and services on specific communities. Allow me to allow me to share this picture with you. Please. There's somebody today in the United States that would like to create a business in the Netherlands or Switzerland. They will be able to go to Jiggles and say, how can I open an account in Switzerland? Which bank can you connect me that speak English in the Switzerland in order to open an account? Well, that, that, I mean, to me, it's very exciting because it, it gives you the opportunity to create a business anywhere in the world, right? And have other uh, participants, you know, like fintech banks, uh, et cetera, to say, hey, where can we provide our banking services? Where are needed? There's over 1 billion people in the world right now that are on, on bank, mm -hmm. right? It's right. very important, but we don't know what type of, needs those people have well, i don't i don't think everybody's looking to know what are some of those needs so that's what i believe jiggles will be really good getting that information providing those information to other entrepreneurs to say hey we need a bank out here in in switzerland in this area there's a lot of farmers out there very you know it, it's a little bit complicated but in a very simple way that's what i believe jiggles well that's what i'm going to ensure that jiggles goes to well, that's exciting again, because there's a lot of friction in business. And if you can reduce the friction, then you can increase the acceleration of the business's growth, expansion, et cetera. So I can I can see how you're going to create a valuable global platform in the future. And we'll have you back on the program. If someone would like to connect with you, learn more about the firm, where do you suggest they go online? Absolutely. My email is joe, J-O-E, at jiggles.com. Uh, on LinkedIn, just mail, just, you know, like it says right there, pretty easy to find me. Instagram, we very active on Instagram, uh, jiggles underscore official. Uh, but, you know, I'm an open book. Uh, the information is out there on our website, jiggles.com. You have a phone number and everything. So, yeah, uh, happy to chat with anybody at any time. I know you're super busy at this stage of scaling your company. So thanks for taking some time out of the day to be a guest on the program. Thank you so much, Rick. It is a thrill, a real pride, pleasure to be here. I'd like to thank the audience. You're part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. Joe's interview joins our catalog of over 1,400 guests that we've had over the years. If you happen to be an Orange County entrepreneur with a story to tell, then reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. We can have a conversation. Coincidentally, that's our company's website, Rick franzi.com if you'd like to learn more about what we do and until the next time we have a chance to be together i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction